Welcome everybody to the Los Angeles Saga Podcast. I am your host, Jerry Reynoso, one ten of football's fan correspondent. But right now, I'm here with not familiar faces, but also representatives of one ten football and new partners of the Los Angeles Saga Podcast. Here I have with me one ten football Spanish correspondent Mario Vasquez and graphic designer of one ten football Max Garcia. Fellas, how are we feeling? Oh man, excited! What a week it's been. <laughs> what we a week it's been. Oh man, Mario, how are you feeling, bro? Excited, bro. It's. I just can't wait to talk about today's topics. Oh I'm man, gonna... we have we have lots to talk about today, and you know, as you guys know, Los Angeles goes way back 2019, but things are looking a little bit different now. Uh, I have Max and Mario joining me here from now on, and we also have another person joining us from the Los Angeles Saga Youth Program, Alex Ruiz. Uh, so he'll be joining us next week. Uh, but the main basis of this podcast is just to talk about sports overall and a bit of recreational talk. We'll talk about things that go on within our lives as we are, you know, we're still young guys and we have uh, pretty crazy stuff that happened between us all. And I think there's no better way to start this podcast. There's new ra- there's new round of the show with the things that we're going to talk about today. I mean, we got Nations League to talk about. Max's experience. He went to Denver this past weekend to USA. catch everything. You <laughs> rep in the Yanks, and um, you know we also had a, a, a you know minor minor but I think major things happen in sports as well. You know we had the Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather fight uh, against mm-hmm. Jake Paul. I mean Logan Paul, excuse me, and then uh, NBA playoffs and whatnot. But you know a lot of us here are uh, getting ready to graduate, and I think that's something you know. It's a big accomplishment that we all uh, look forward to growing up, and now the fact that we're getting you know mm-hmm. days closer now, uh, you know that's something that definitely we're gonna talk about. But first, fellas, how are you guys feeling, man? I mean, I know I know you guys are excited, but this is the first ever podcast episode. Like, there has to be something that probably excites you or something that you're looking forward to. But first thing I want to ask you guys is, what was the best thing that you guys saw or experienced this past weekend? Mario, I'm going to start with you because I know Max got a whole story for us. Oh, man. Let's hear it, <laughs> oh, Mario. So my weekend wasn't as good as Max, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max went all out this weekend, man. <laughs> so, you know, um, this weekend, it was nothing but the fam. Saturday, unfortunately, I my game, my club game got canceled. So I stayed home for a bit, and then the next day, I had the game and went back home, enjoyed the game. The classic. Bit. That was a fun game. Yeah, that game was de- it's definitely an instant classic. I mean, it's the eighth time that the U.S. and Mexico faced each other in a final. And actually, the first time USA actually beat them in a final. So, uh, yeah, not since. You know, a cool I, I don't think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I think they ever done it. Yeah, I remember the last time we yeah. actually. Yeah, man. Uh, you exciting. know what? We. You know, we're going to segue into that very shortly, but um, I had a cool weekend too, man. I mean, you know, I just moved into my new apartment. Uh, you know, big thing that we, me and my family were uh, looking forward to and working hard for. And so, you know, Sunday I was able to, I had the opportunity to kick it with my friends to go watch the games and whatnot, all the sporting events that happened this weekend. But you know what? I was like, man, it's the first weekend in my new home. I'm going to kick it here with the fam and we're going to experience our first ever, you know, like sports weekend together. And what a way to do it in a new place, you know, for yeah, the first starting time. Starting off with a bang. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, and then, I don't know if you guys had prom this weekend. 
Mario, did you have prom? So I'm having one two weeks, I think. Yeah, like in two or three weeks. Oh damn! Yeah, I actually yeah. had mine this. I had mine this past weekend, but. Oh yeah, how was it? Oh, I didn't go. That's the thing. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. No, nah, I skipped my prom, man. No. Nah. So what I decided Ooh. to do was uh, what I decided to do was um, I got a couple of the homies from my old school over there in Carson. Uh, I mean, cause the school I'm at right now, due to the pandemic, I transferred like a little late. Um, yeah. so I was only at school physically for like a semester. And I didn't. I didn't know anybody. I mean, That's can't really. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, I got friends from my old school, man. We're gonna go have a bonfire at the yeah. beach. Dude, I, ki- that I kid works. you not. I kid you not, bro. From 2 p.m. to 2 a.m., we were at the beach, and then we got kicked out around. The... No, I take it back. 2 p.m. to 10, we had to, we had to leave because they were closing the gates at the beach. Um, so we were rushing like 15 minutes. We put everything in like <laughs> like four different cars, bro. Like just trying to leave before they lock us in. <laughs> and then um, like we we're like, man, we still want to kick it, dude. We stayed up like two in the morning. We went to this local uh, billiards spot, played some pool till like That's 2 a.m., bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Just kicked bro. it, man. It was cool, man. And so, uh, no problem for me, but hey, I think this was better. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, uh, nothing you... is better than boys, right? Say again? Nothing is better than kicking it with the boys. Yeah, exactly. There you go, man. <laughs> exactly. Lucky man. you guys, though. I didn't, get, I didn't get the chance to have a prom, man. My 2020 that's... year got canceled. Yeah, that's true, bro. But cool you know what you get the chance now. to do, though? You got the chance oh, to go man. see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're the best thing of my too, life, bro. man. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, just forget about prom. Forget about prom. You... Uh, forget about prom, bro. You made up for prom after this weekend, man. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Tell us your, your trip to Denver from start to finish. What day did you decide to fly in? Actually, oh, hold on. Let me bring it. Let's bring it way, way back. When did you decide to make this trip? So, the, so it was literally a week beforehand, right? I was okay. like the buildup starting. Oh, Mexico, Costa Rica, USA, Honduras, man. They're gonna be in the A team, and then I started looking and thinking, oh, it's gonna be in Denver, like. No. What if I just go? What if I just go? Right. <laughs> so I started looking into the tickets. I'm like, ah, oh, not too expensive. And then we go. I go check into the stay and how much it'd be. Everything. I'm, and at the end, I said, you know what? I'm going. I'm no going way. to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told my mom, mom, I have this crazy idea. I'm gonna go to Denver and watch some soccer games. I'm like, I'm going. So there. Your mom was cool with it. She was. I mean. She, she said, "Fine, I, I do whatever you want." So, dude, the what, what what amazes me is that not only did you do it, like I think any a lot of people would do it, but I think the biggest thing is actually doing that alone, and that's what amazes me. That you went alone, like you didn't go with any homies. You went to mm-hmm. a place that you're very unfamiliar with, Denver, Colorado, where they're known for coldness, mountains, and weed. And you just said, "You know what? I'm gonna tackle all three and some soccer games in one weekend." That's bro. right, man. Hey, but. Oh man, let me let me tell you how that went, right? So I landed on Monday. Yeah. So I was gonna be there for a whole week. So what the hell is it? What 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 the hell am I gonna do? I went in Denver for a whole week. So first up, right. I hit up a ba- uh, a baseball game, uh, a snooze fest. Absolutely horrible, boring. I oh you went to the Rockies baseball game. Yeah, okay. against <laughs> what was this other team? Texans. Oh, we the, won. The Texas Rangers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. uh, we won in extra innings, so, like the Rockies win. Um, so then, what happened was the next day, I had no idea what to do. I'm in a city I've never been been there before. So I did my research, right, and I ended up fi- finding the hotel where the USMNT was staying at. 
No way. Yeah. I t- there was a, a video that the official USMNT posted about like the players arriving at the hotel. And off this one frame, there was like two pills in the background. And I had to look around like all the hotels and I matched it and I said, bingo, they are no right way, bro. here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that, that's a... I did my research, man. <laughs> But yeah, yeah that's, and, uh, that's extreme stalker status right there, bro. Like, hey, hey, I did hey, a down based off of two pillows and the lobby. As bro. A, that's a pillars and like just yeah, man. That's but crazy. Hey, so when I got there, I, I decided to sit down, enter, just chill out to see maybe one of the players would come down, right? And yeah. I kid you not, this is the next thing I see. I'm there for 20 minutes, right? I'm like. Ugh. They're not going to come down there. These guys are soccer players. Why would they be in the main lobby? And this is what I see. I see Serginio Dest walking down the stairs, getting, I guess he ordered like food, like a, uh, Uber Eats or something. Yeah. He. I wanted to take a picture with him, but I, he was like speed walking outside. When he came back, I kid you not, he had McDonald's in his hands. This oh, man wow. of all the places in Denver beautiful like amazing food by the way he chose to get mcdonald's come on serginio i mean they probably don't have like mcdonald's in barcelona but still man yeah yeah man so when he was coming up i said hey serginio can i get a picture and then well showed him on like with his dutch accent or whatever and, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I took a quick two second picture good look on sunday and that's what happened. So when he went back, right? And then John Brooks came out, grabbed wow. his food, David show, and one by one, like this, for like three hours, they would come pick up their food. And I banged the picture with almost everybody. Dude. So, and that was all in one day? Uh, in one day, yes. Because I went back because I got half the team the first day. So like three, four hours. And then the next day, the same thing people would just three to four hours same food. thing three four yeah man talk oh about hockey i think that's like a more if I there's a the, will there's a way hey but i don't blame I think, you though. i'm just Maybe. a big fan there you go i think there you go he's, that, a, he's that a true he's a yeah, true <laughs> i don't blame you that's fine bro i mean i don't <laughs> the, the fact that he spent eight hours and two days sitting in a hotel lobby that he's very unfamiliar with, waiting for players to pick up food just to take a picture with them for like five seconds. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, if I, it was me, I would do the same thing. Regardless of anything, I would do the same thing. Yeah, but just okay. to wrap up that little story, like Christian, like never popped his head out. And like the moment I was about to head out, like I got on my seat. I see this little five foot eight guy with a hat on. And I imme- immediately knew that man was the Champions League winner. <laughs> I saw him come down. I'm like, Christian, Christian, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? And he was the only, like, no, when I was the only one taking pictures with the other guys, and people around me would be like, who's that guy? Or why take a picture with him? Wow. They didn't pic- know who he was. They didn't. Oh, no way. They didn't bro. know who he was. That's no crazy. way. That's frustrating, no, no, no. bro. And he, this is the funniest part. When Christian came down with Reggie Cannon, you, you know who Reggie Cannon is, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So somebody who didn't know them, because I told them that who they are, right? They took a picture with Reggie Cannon and told Christian to take a picture of them. No, bro. I was like, what the heck, man? What's up with that state? What's up with What's up with Colorado, bro? I don't know, man. I don't. I have no idea. But no way, they, to- bro. they took a picture with Reggie Cannon and told Christian Pulisic to t- take a picture with them. And I was like, back in my seat, I was like, no, no, way. bro. <laughs> my goodness, man. Bro, that's like. Dude, I should have taken a picture. That would have been the most hilarious thing ever. Dude, that's like, I seen this video too of, uh, and this is a perfect analogy that I was gonna go with. But this lady, I think it was a TikTok too. This lady, she was like at a some type of cantina or bar or something in Miami Beach, and she's like, "Oh look, I found this guy. It was like Michael Jordan smoking a cigar, and it's literally Michael Jordan smoking a cigar." He's like, "Hey, you like Michael Jordan?" He's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, bro, that's Michael Jordan, bro. No but way. What just happened is like when somebody goes up to Steve Kerr, oh, can I get a picture? And then the person gives Michael Jordan the camera to take the picture with Steve Kerr. And that's just like, oh, bro, that's so frustrating, man. <laughs> but I, man. I'm not going to lie. I did have a moment like that with myself. And I messed up, but that's because I was completely out of it. Why would happen? What you do? Well, well I was working at, when I was working at the Diggity uh, in Carson, um, I was working, you know, I make churros and whatnot. A lot of people know that. And um, we were getting ready to make food for the uh, concert that was there. It was Wango Tango, which is a music festival they have in Southern California every year. And the Jonas Brothers were making their big return at the time. Oh. Kids or not, there's like a few artists and whatever, like in, you know, Dingley Hill Sports Park, they have the tennis courts or whatever. They have a few, um, um, artists and like the suites and so i'm like in a rush i'm working I'm, it's like 10 a.m i'm there to like midnight and so i'm like in a rush prepping stuff for the, before the concert starts later on that night and i'm like heading out of my concession stand and there's a guy who's like passing by me he's like hey excuse me sir do you know where the bathroom's at and i'm like, always oh, right there and i just keep walking oh thank you very much i was like yeah no problem boss and i walk away i turn around bro <laughs> and I find out that it's Nick Jonas that I just spoke with <laughs> and I told him that where the bathroom was. <laughs> what? Yeah. No way, dude. Yeah, bro. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I just went to go get the beer that I had to get from downstairs. <laughs> no. Dude, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. But, oh, man. And then just to follow up on that, uh, I went to, because I also, I the guy I, because I stayed in a, in a in a hostel it was like eight different heads in the in the room okay cool. and one of the guys like he's like a diehard mexico fan like me but if he was a mexico fan and yeah, he said oh yeah the the mexican national team uh, are staying at like blah 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 place but i think they had their whole like the whole hotel to themselves because they wouldn't let anybody in like cars all around security and blah 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 and uh the he knew that they were going to practice at the university of phoenix so we went there and i got some pictures with the with linus and uh oh, that's right. I saw that. yeah that's like post training right that's why yeah post training yeah dope man dope but yeah they had like security all over them like two cars in front of them two cars behind them like 
Jesus. Yeah. And then, yeah. Man, and then the game. Oh man. Well, that didn't was not you, good. Didn't you go to a, a hockey game as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, I went to the Avalanche against the Golden Knights. Bro, Apparently that's. Yeah, that's a playoff game, bro. Playoff game, yeah. Yeah, bro. Two hundred something, and I was like all the way, like I could barely see the the people, like Like you were looking over and stuff. You're like that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. I thought I was getting robbed for these tickets, man. But turns out it was a playoff game. (laughs) Yeah, it was a a playoff game, bro. Uh, Damn, that's a great. I mean, I'm not too big of a hockey head, but. Not as I used to be at least, but that's a great matchup, especially for right now. The Golden Knights are good. Yeah, they so. went to the to OT. <clears throat> no way, bro. Yeah, it was like they... two two, and then we won at the end. Or we like as in we yeah uh, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Colorado neighbor that this past week. Yeah. Uh, crazy man. Well, then let's let's go ahead and transition now to you know the big game or something. Well, first you went to the semifinals. How was that? Semifinals. Oh man, like. When it was halftime for the U.S., man, like, we should have been, like, 2-0 up or 3-0 up. Or that's what everybody thought, at least. But, man, 89th-minute clutch by Sibachu. Sibachu. Sound like a Pokemon Sibachu, that no one, co- no one caught before. <laughs> great, right, man? Great header, by the way. Yeah, great header. Yeah. Great play overall. Nice. Yeah. But McKinney I mean, heading it down for Sibachu to slot it home. Yeah. And uh, nice. of course, uh, Mexico played after that. Did you stay for that match as well? Yeah, I was there. Um, of course, for the U.S. game, there's only like a couple people here and there. And then for the Mexican game, it was like all wow. thirty thousand something. Wow. And then, yeah, man, it's crazy. And awesome. oh man, dude, can we? Can I just say, if Navas would have been in goal, he would have blocked that penalty that the other keepers like. Literally, the ball went under his arm. I was thinking the same thing, bro. Oh, I was thinking if Navas, if Navas was there, bro, I don't. I think it would have been a different story. But hey, thank goodness that if Mexico U.S. final, I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I I, th- I think we could all agree that the semifinals of the Concacaf Nations League was uh, not up to par for both sides. You know, U.S. didn't play too well, and you know it was frustrating to watch whether you're a Mexico fan, U.S. fan, or even just a soccer fan in general. Um, yeah, that was not a good viewing experience. What, what cleaned it up, whether if you were at in attendance for the match or watching from home, was that final. And I think I think mm-hmm. entering this week, this past weekend for Nations League, I think everyone realized that you know what this tournament is like. It means nothing. Well, I think after the result, after what we just watched on Sunday, that match put extreme value into this kind of tournament. Yeah, perception but, changed. Exactly. And so I think, you know, next next Nations League, I'm going to pay a little bit more close attention because of what just resulted this past weekend. But mm-hmm. um, uh, before we go into your experience, I just want to go ahead and, like, you know, let's assess what this game was, you know, from, you know, instead of a fan's perspective, from a professional perspective. So I just want to ask, you know, first with Mario, you know. Mario, <clears throat> was this game an automatic instant classic between Mexico and USA and just... How big was it for CONCACAF in general? It was 100% a classic, 100%. I think the only Mexico versus USA game I enjoyed was the, which was it? The Gold Cup 2011. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember that. Julio yeah. Santos Tripper. Firmala, firmala, firmala. Yeah, that was. Oh, my Santos just makes a masterpiece that 
I just can't remember. I just right. it was a spectacular. But yeah, that was the only classic that I remember between those nations. And this past weekends, I need to call it, I need to call it a classic, no matter what. Yeah, man. I mean, despite you know, of course, Mario, you're a Mexican fan, and uh, so are you, uh, Max. Oh no, Max, you're a U.S. No, fan. No, 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 no. Nah, yeah, I love it, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max, you're you're it's Yank. A it's a fifty-fifty, right, Max? Which is good. No, no, no. no, 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 no Max no, is no, purely no. American. No, American, man. USMNT supporter, but me, I'm pretty much fifty-fifty. I am. I'll be honest. I am more favored Mexico, but for the U.S., it's like tough love. You know, what I mean, I don't know if those yeah. of you who are familiar with, you know, Ted Lasso, uh, those who've seen that show, yeah. I'm like, I'm like Jamie Tart's dad, and the USMNT to me is my son. And so, uh, you know, I'm very tough on him, and I, you know, I don't love him. Right. But you know what I mean. I, I really want them to succeed, and when you put the pen to the paper, when you see this kind of roster. There's you have every reason to feel that they can exceed any expectations because this is the most spectacular star-studded young squad that the U.S. has experienced in history, and I think it, it is it's my opinion. Yeah, I think it is my opinion, but it could also be proven fact. And I think um, this past week's performance from the U.S. M&T that kind of elevated that. And you know, right. I'm not saying that they're necessarily like top-notch again. That maybe they they are not most definitely. You know the kings of Concacaf right now, the Giants. You know the team to beat, but I think their bar has definitely risen, and um, so that's also what I wanted to ask both of you guys. You know, and Max, I want to go with you first since you are the USMNT fan. Um, do you think, you know, possibly that the USMNT are the kings of Concacaf after this past weekend's performance? Um. Well, performance-wise, it looked more like it wasn't more. Uh, like a, it looked to me that it was a like a pickup game, where you're just so into it, and then after after 90 minutes, like you don't want to go home. There's just passion. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was there, man. Um, I think this game was a statement from the USMNT, showing that even with how young we are, we can beat the Mexicos. We can qualify to the World Cup. Although I'm pretty sure we we are right. Mm. Um, and it's a step in the right direction that the project is going somewhere because for the last two years under Burhalter we hadn't shown any of that, and I feel like at least uh, this project has got time, or has bought it. Bought Berhalter has bought himself some time with this win over Mexico, and that was much needed for him, for the players, and for the fans like me, man. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. These past four years have been ruthless. For all yes. U.S. Oh, soccer man. fans, man. Mario, is uh, the U.S. M&T back? Are they the kings of CONCACAF? And if not, how do you feel about them right now after this past weekend? After this past weekend, no. They're not the kings. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, maybe if they try to win the Gold Cup this summer, maybe. But okay. I wouldn't call them the kings of CONCACAF yet. No, it, I, and I agree. I, I think they still have a lot more room to improve. But just like Max said, I think that statement, meaning say they really belong, you know, at least they should be a part of the conversation. You know, what I mean, yeah. I don't say they yeah. belong, but they should be they're, mentioned a little bit yes. at least. And, yeah, entered the conversation that we had left like a long time ago. Exactly, and uh, yeah, there was a, the conversation no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
you know, I think, and just like what Max said, you know, with Greg Berhalter, this was a fat, you know, a, a must win for him because, to be honest, that semifinal did not seem, uh, uh, you know, what's the word I want to use? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't convincing. I don't think it was a convincing win. Thank and you. I'll, I'm not sure if this was convinced. This win was convincing enough. I mean, as well. Um, but you know, like I always say, football is a game of moments. And you know, Christian Pulisic at the penalty spot, he took advantage of the moment he was given. And then Andres Guardado, a king. I mean, a legend within the <laughs> selection. He wasn't able to seize this moment. You know what I mean? And whether you know either or was a penalty if Pulisic. The tackle that Salcedo did was clean or not, or if, you know the handball. The, penalty, the handball. If they both were valid or not, both teams were given the opportunity to take a shot from the spot, and one of them made it, and the other one didn't. And so you can't really complain. I don't think that should be a debate whether if it was a penalty or not, because the truth is they're both given opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, one but I want to go. Go one ahead. Didn't. Go one stepped up, one didn't. Simple as that. Exactly. And um, three. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, I want to ask you, you know, going back to the topic of Greg Berhalter, of course, this was a, a must win for him because, you know, if he wants to be at the helm in 18 more months with, uh, for, with the USMNT in Qatar for the World Cup, I think now is the time where he's like, you know what, you got to step it up. And I, th- I wouldn't say necessarily he would, you know, that he stepped it up. But those tactical right. changes that he made, you know, switching up all these players, especially so, uh, like, impromptu with Aaron Long's injury and, you know, Tyler Adams wasn't too fit. And then especially with Zach Steffen having a non-contact injury, which is, I, I believe, right, very frustrating man, was... for U.S. fans to watch. It was, it was scary, you know? Um, yes, but Horbath came in, cleaned Horbath things up, and, in. oh, man. Dude, like, old hero. When I saw the subs, so I'm like, who, who is this keeper? Where yeah. does it come from? <laughs> and just how he ended the game is amazing. Yeah, it was a fantastic yeah, performance. And this this whole game was a movie script that you you know you couldn't write unless yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was it was it was a lot like a movie, you know, very Hollywood esque. And um, it was just really fun to watch from start to beginning. You know, um, we'll we'll return yeah, right now going... shortly. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, before I go to commercial. Yeah, but going back into like the Burr Halter. Um topic right uh i think that this wasn't at least he showed a little bit of tactical awareness right but i think this game was more his players bailing him out because pulisic stepped up weston was stepped up gio reyna stepped up when it mattered um but his i i still question his tactical decisions like putting reem against linas that was that was terrible to watch man like linas like i'm pretty sure it's off man I'm pretty sure Tata Martino t- brought in Linus and told him, I want you to run at that old 34-year-old guy. <laughs> and what happened two seconds later? He scored. Yeah. That, like, he has to, like, Ger- Berhalter has to be smarter than that. And thankfully, we crossed the finish line and won. But there's still some questions with Berhalter. Yeah. I'd say. And there's a lot more questions that I have for you guys. But, you know, we're going to continue with this uh as soon as we return from this commercial break, brought to you by KFC. No, I'm just kidding. But we'll be back. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We'll get in there. Not yet. We'll return.
Welcome back to the Los Angeles Saga Podcast, a podcast where we talk about sports and rec, things like, you know, getting high in the mountains while watching some <laughs> footy with Max. No, I'm just kidding. We don't want we don't want to talk about sports and rec. Just just smoking weed and getting high in the mountains. Watching <laughs> What's up, fellas? How you guys feeling, man? First half, first half of the podcast was fun. You know, hearing a lot of stories uh, from um, Max's trip in Denver. But you know what? We got to finish up this nation's league talk and i have a few questions uh in regards to just coaching you know before we went into the commercial break we were talking about greg berhalter and i kind of want to continue that discussion before we transition to our next topics um you know max like you said he really needed this win but what is his expectations now you know going forward with the usmnt now mario mentioned gold cup or bust do you think you know that's the kind of pressure he needs right now or berhalter for Berhalter, yes. For Berhalter, um, it's it's a it's a tricky question, a tricky to- uh, tricky topic because I'm pretty sure nor the U.S. nor Mexico are going to take their A team to the Gold Cup. I'm pretty sure that's that's what's been going around. Um, but for Berhalter, like uh, like we've stated before, this win was a big win, um, and I don't think if he Unless he fails mis- like mm, terrible if he gets early exit in the group stage of the Gold Cup, I don't think he's going to get fired anytime soon. The World Cup qualifying is right around the corner. It's very dangerous to get a to switch coaches right when World Cup qualifying is literally in a couple months. Yeah, but yeah, I'd be probably more concerned for Tata if he falls. If he already fell for the in the Nations League. If he falls in the Gold Cup. To the U.S. or wherever he ends up, not winning the thing, I'd be pretty concerned if I were Mexico. Yeah, and I agree, and that's exactly the same question I was planning on, you know, asking uh, Mario. Um, but yeah, no, it is very like you said, it is very dangerous to, you know, switch up, especially coaching uh, before World Cup qualification or any kind of you know major tournament that's right. coming soon. That's definitely the end goal, I think, for the USMNT. It, I don't think it's gold cup and bust, but I mean, that is a great exclamation and a great way to gain momentum heading into World Cup qualification. So, um, you know, they could lose, they could lose a good test. Exactly. They could lose the Nation League final. They could lose the gold cup final. They could lose any other final, but if they qualify for the World Cup, I think that cleans up every illusion that they experienced. Now, Mexico are known for winning the gold cup. They won it numerous times, I believe 12 times, 11 times, one of those. Um, but they're, that's their tournament. And I think every year, you know, it's pretty hard to not root for them, you know. Um, but after this loss um, against USA and the Nations League final, um, and again, I don't think it's a crucial loss, but it is an eye-opener, you know. Uh, USA, they stepped it up. Mexico kind of, you know, got their backs against the walls. Now, for Mario, Mario, do you think this could possibly gold, possibly be gold cup or bust for Tata Martino? And if no, okay, go ahead. No way, no way. Um, same reason as Max. I mean, World Cup qualifications are coming. Why would we let Tata go? Yeah. There's no sense. Well, okay. Well, let's say that you know, just like you know, God forbid, Mar- Max said, <laughs> you know, fir- first round exit, you know. Group stage exit. Now is there a reason to be concerned there? I mean, it's tricky, but 
World Cup qualification is coming, and we just Mexico can't risk that. La Federación can't risk that. Yeah. Serious yeah. question should be asked though: If Mexico exactly. of all of all nations falls in the group stage, I'm pretty sure they got a simple group as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They, I believe it's Martinique. Uh, let me double check. Martinique, Haiti. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry. I'm way back. I'll, the pre, so it's uh, El Salvador, Curacao, and Curacao did great last uh, Cold Cup. If I don't mention myself, um, right. and they gave the winner of the prelims, go. which I believe is Martinique and Haiti. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a it's a very uh, mm-hmm. seems like you know on paper it's very easy uh, win. You know, uh, Mexico so, should come on top of Group A, uh, and for uh, I'm trying to find USA's. Uh, I believe it's USA, Canada. Martinique and uh, the winner, the winner the of the prelims. seven prelims, yeah. yeah. And so we that's a little much, bit tougher. We got a tougher <laughs> group, yeah, than, yeah uh, exactly. Mexico. So, to be honest, Mexico has no don't really have an excuse other than the fact that you know they bottled it. Um, right, but, but at I the think, end of all of this, right? If Berhalter already won the Nations League, we beat Mexico once. If he falls in the gold cup, oh well, it, we've already lost to in the last gold cup to mexico 1-0 but if mm-hmm. tata martino falls in the nation's league and then falls in the gold cup then i think be, that'd be concerned. a bit worse than Berhalter, don't you guys think yeah i agree oh 100 yeah i agree um yeah and you know that like you said you know that's that's scary especially going into world qualification because i, I feel like you know even though these tournaments are Kind of major, you know. Gold Cup is a big thing in Concacaf, but World Cup qualification, yeah, yeah, for us, for us, exactly. For us. World Cup qualification is the bread and butter of all this international soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, you know, great conversation, guys, again about this coaching because anything can happen. I mean, shoot, USA just beat Mexico this past weekend, so anything can happen. <laughs> man. And it was what a fast, what a way to do it. Um, but I want to go ahead and discuss a different topic, which is, you know, Ethan Horbath. He played a fantastic game this past weekend. And like Mario said, nobody really knew who this guy was, you know? Not many people know mm-hmm. who this guy is, other than the fact that he was a backup goalkeeper. And mm-hmm. I guess, you know, the most recent recognition that people have of him is when he played in that friendly against Switzerland. And he did pretty good as well. He did pretty good. Now, with this performance against... Because Stefan looked a bit shaky in both games, against Honduras and again Mexico. Yeah. Stefan played great against Switzerland. He did amazing against mexico do you guys think horbath should be in contention for the number one spot that is you just read my mom brother go ahead amari you ask first um maybe but i feel like he's gonna stay as a second to be honest i feel like he's well in my in my opinion it looks awfully lot like LAFC's goalkeeper situation when it was with, you know. Yeah, Vermeer and... No, no, not Vermeer. I was thinking, you know, 2019, where it was Miller and oh, Pablo okay. Cisniega. Because, yeah. you know, I could see Miller as Zach Steffen and Ethan Horvath as Pablo Cisniega, you know. Cisniega was doing pretty good. And Miller, you could tell kind of like, oh, he's the better keeper. But, you yeah. know, there's also these, like, simple mistakes that he's making that are pretty costly, you know. Um, you know, Zach Steffen didn't get much opportunities uh, with Manchester City. Uh, mainly with Fortuna Dusseldorf when he was alone over there, which, I mean, 
honestly, was a terrible, <laughs> terrible club, terrible spell because that club. Yeah, everything about that everything club bad. Just... Yeah, he. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dumpster fire um, over there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, when he did get the opportunities with um, Manchester City, uh, he averaged about you know possibly like half half a shot a game maybe. Um, but my latest rec- uh, recollection of you know his performance was that FA Cup semifinal against Chelsea and. He didn't perform up to par. He didn't do too well. Uh, I believe they lost 1-0 that game. And you yeah, know, that goal could have been prevented, you know. Uh, the big difference he, that I see between both keepers is that Zach Steffen likes to... Likes to uh, he's very comfortable playing with his feet. And I think that's what yeah. Burhalter likes a lot. He wants that in his backline system and right. just building out, you know, regardless of who he's <laughs> with. He wants a goalkeeper involved because, you know, either it's going to be a sweeper mm-hmm. keeper or a keeper with a great distribution. And I think, you know, to be fair... Uh, Burhalter has better distribution than Horvath, but and, and that's what he does at Man City, and that's why he's there. He plays exactly good, cool under pressure. He showed it against Mexico and Honduras, and the yep. couple times he played in Man City, he plays good with his feet. Yeah, but and, on the other hand, you have Horvath, who you know doesn't get much opportunities, but when he does, he performs really well. You know, this guy's gonna be a free agent. You, that's the crazy how many, part. How many people like after like two days ago? Do you, how many? people do you think he's got on his phone telling him to come to his club man yeah and you know what this reminds me of too man that kid in the mls's back tournament last year from vancouver what was his name again man see we can't even remember but he oh, played man. a fantastic game against somebody it's the keeper remember. right the keeper yes they had he... like all their keepers were injured they had covid and they had like i don't know if you guys remember that like you got a keeper for like alone for like a day yeah but i think it was a homegrown also yeah, I think I, remember his name. I cannot remember his name, dude. But he had a fantastic game, and you know what? He actually ended up being a starter after that, but he didn't perform too well, so they let him go. And yeah. so you know, it. I think my main question, and I don't know if there's any word on uh, Zach Steffen's injury or how severe it was. My guess it's like an MCO kind of sprain, like how Vela had against Galaxy uh, wow. last season. Um, but you know. Do you guys think that, you know, there's a competition now? Because, you know, before this Nations League, I think it's, it was pretty safe to say that, you know, the number one spot is locked up. It's Zach Steffens to keep. But after this past weekend, I think Ethan Horvath is back in the conversation of being USMNT's mm-hmm. uh, goalkeeper. Do you guys agree or not? I think the, the, the least we could, I mean, the most we could take, like, of whatever happens with this injury is that at least we have two potent goalkeepers yeah yeah totally. i agree that that is huge that we have two people where we can count on and that our goal is in safe hands yeah i agree um you know there's not that many you know great goalkeepers uh and you know the u.s's roster or just anyone that you know that's a citizen of u.s that could be called up into the uh, american pool uh right. compared to mexico mexico i mean they have Pretty good talent, you know. They have what, what's that Santos goalkeeper name again, Mario? Remind me. Oh, oh, his name is Carlos Acevedo, 25 year old, plays for Santos Laguna. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, he's he's a great keeper. We got Rodolfo Cota over there at uh, Leon doing good. Corona as well, Talavera. Talavera, you got uh, yeah. also. Uh, but yeah, Acevedo, he had a good, uh, good liguilla. Yeah, man. And so you know, there's there's a lot of comp, there's a lot of room for you know. In Mexico's pool, but as of the U.S., I mean, I can't really think of much, folks. You know, um, maybe maybe Matt Turner. 
Maybe. maybe, but that's a maybe though. That's the thing. It should be yeah. a yes. He, he hasn't been proven yet. He hasn't because he hasn't. To be fair, he hasn't got the chance. Right? He played this one game against Trinidad where we won seven zero or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, yeah. I'm happy for Horbath, and hopefully, this is the beginning oh. of something big. Yeah, I wish. Well, what do you what do you think, Mario? Do you think that he's gonna kind of like um, what's the word? You think his values kind of rise up after this past weekend's performance? Oh, totally. Totally, that performance is that was amazing. Okay, and where do you see him going here from here? Do you think he's gonna possibly keep some, you know, turn some eyes on some clubs that, you know, that he would, you know, bigger clubs that he would be with? Because currently he's with the uh, let me double check. Club Bruges. Club with Bruges who? in Belgium. Club Bruges. Club Bruges, yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Because I know he was at Hoffenheim for a second. Damn, that's that's another thing, dude. It's like this guy was a nobody, you know? Right. So glad he so, stepped uh, up. And not yeah. only that, what I also found out is that Denver, Colorado was his hometown. So he stepped up in front of his home city and yeah. did his thing, man. That's awesome. That's like I said, it was a story that couldn't be written. Yeah. Um Falcon's birthday tomorrow. Oh wow. Well then Corbett's birthday tomorrow. Oh, there you go. That's a way to do it. <laughs> what a way, man. Gosh. Shout out to Ethan yeah. Hawkins, man. All right, well, I, I, I like to do this thing where we, uh, you know, every week we talk about a certain performance, a certain match of some sort, and we give it a PSR, meaning performance satisfy, performance satisfaction rating. And so out of four, you know, just like four stars type deal, um, out of four, what was this, you know, match overall? Not necessarily the team's performance but just the match, the entertainment overall. What do you guys? What's your guys' PSR rating? I'm gonna start with Mario. Out of four, I, I gotta give it a four. It was a classic, instant classic. I agree. Max, yeah, you man, were there, I, so yeah, like the viewing experience, uh, being there, just the atmosphere, everything that happened, this back and forth, goal Mexico, goal US, VAR calls, penalties, uh, saves. Fights, it man. Had all, bro. <laughs> it had literally the like you said uh, on Twitter. This was one of the most Concacaf games ever. This was, you know. Yeah. So and... I mean, based on all that, I mean, has to be a four, right? Has to be. Has it's to a be four. four. It's the you most. Know, this is this is like America's Got Talent, where it's like we all say yes. I'm gonna give yeah. it a four too, man. Because honestly, I cannot remember watching just not only just a final but any soccer game in general that was exciting as this one i can't remember the last one to be honest with you you know i was hoping the champions league final was going to be you know like this good where i could give it a four but to be honest it wasn't yeah this was definitely this better was... than champions league final we can exactly totally yeah man and so yeah man well that, that's that's what you want to see from our federation get some get our, our names up there Exactly. Heck, more man. people turn into us, have a bigger fan base. Hopefully, with this win, the U.S. fan base starts looking more into the U.S. soccer now. Yeah, you know what? Baby I, steps. Baby steps. Yeah, it's not all about NBA and NFL. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, man. You got, yeah. <laughs> you got you got people kicking a soccer ball over here. Yeah, man. Running, running, and gunning. Oh, um, yes. but I think the most exciting thing is also that not only did we get that amazing match. But it was just a taste of what we could possibly have this summer with the Gold Cup and World exactly. Cup qualification. This just sets yeah. up the future that's going to bring exactly. even more taste into the Mexico-U.S. matchups. Yeah, and just like Mario said, you know, the most previous uh, 
final that was like memorable was the 2011 Gold Cup one uh, between Mexico and USA at the Rose Bowl. And to be honest, the only reason why it was memorable because Mexico whooped them, and the goals that they scored were miraculous. This one was actually back if it had the good and the bad. There was bad calls. There was good calls. There was bad defense, good defense, bad offense, good like it was everything and anything. The beauty and misery of football that you all want created one beautiful mess, and that's what. And that mess is called Concacaf Nation. Exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. We love our football, man. We love it. We love yeah. this match man. was needed for both the U.S. and Mexico, man. This was much needed for football in general. Yeah, for football. for everybody. For everybody. Everybody needed that match. Everybody bro. needed this, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, a lot of fights, Gold, man. Gold Cup is not too <laughs> far away. Um, I'm excited for it. We're definitely gonna be talking about all the soccer tournaments here, and of course, Alex. Uh, for those of you men, I know Alex Ruiz has his own podcast within the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Soccer Podcast Network, uh, the Soccer Summer Pod, where he'll be also going in depth with uh, this summer's tournaments uh, with the Euro Cup, Gold Cup, Copa America, and so forth. Um, so definitely check that out as soon as he starts that soon. I believe next week is his first episode, but he'll be able to talk to you guys more about it next week when he joins us uh, here in the Los Angeles Soccer Podcast. We did an awful lot of talking about Nations League, but you know what? That wasn't the only thing that happened this past weekend in the sports world. We also oh, had man. a pretty crazy uh, boxing match, an exhibition match between Floyd Mayweather and Logan the Maverick Paul. Did you guys happen to catch that match? Uh, well, I was well during when the fight was going on. I was at the game, but I watched oh, the highlights. Right. Yeah, I watched the highlights, and man, that was that was an awful lot of hugging, man. Yeah, yeah. Mario, did you catch the fight? So, I was watching the Nations League final on my TV. And then, I wasn't going to buy the fight for $50. It's Hell just no. a waste of money. So, one of my homies, <laughs> like, uh, Instagram Live that they were passing oh, yes. yes. So, I'm like, oh, might as well, you know what I'm saying? So, I enjoyed there it. No, not really. I didn't enjoy it. It was, <laughs> it was a uh, oh hugging. Yeah, it was just a waste of time. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it as a sports fan, it's a spectacle, of course, when you have like an entertainer fighting against an actual professional, um, and Floyd Mayweather being, you know, almost not needed for a debate. You know, the greatest boxer of all time, going fifty and zero. You know, the only one that I know that has that kind of feat is a uh, Rocky Marciano back in like the fifties, and so um. You know, that's just crazy. You know, me and Mario are big wrestling fans. That's like when mm-hmm. Mayweather went into the squared circle and fought a big show at WrestleMania 24. You know, it was, it was, it's, it's that kind of spectacle that you kind of <laughs> see. Like, it makes you go, what the heck? All right, maybe I want to check it out. And so I checked it out. And of course, you know, I didn't pay for the fight. I had other ways to watch it. And I, <laughs> uh, I had a split screen on my computer with, you know, the fight and then the Mexico game. And then, of course, there was that, um, a slide tackle when Hector Herrera gave towards Horvath, I believe. Oh, oh yeah. But there was kind of like a scuffle between USA and Mexico. And while that was happening, there was the fight going on in the bottom left corner. And I'm just like, oh, shoot, I only have two eyes. Which fight do I watch? <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that, was, that was pretty exciting. Um, but, yeah, the, the fight was uh, decent, you know. I think, and you could and you could tell Mayweather being more technical, more yeah, and then and then uh, Logan just basically putting up a show, just throwing exactly man. whatever out there, man. That's all it was. That's all it was. Yeah, it was, and it, it was a show. It was a show. Yeah, and uh, 
I mean, shoot, if you get the opportunity to kind of fight Mayweather like that and make millions of dollars in 10 minutes, yeah. I mean... You take it. I think all I three of us would take it. I would, I would get knocked out just to get that type of money. I wouldn't Ooh, care. I don't know. Bro. Yeah, man, with know. all that money on the line, I wouldn't mind getting sucked in the face like I that. I would. <laughs> I'll let him suck me once and just be on the ground, and even though I might be okay, I'll just stay down because that's, <laughs> that's a bad secure right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw this stat actually that um, you know, the fight was ten minutes, you know, around ten minutes long, right? And he made millions of dollars, and now so he made in ten minutes of the in, in boxing time, like with the time taken down, um, he made more money than Michael Jordan made in his fifteen-year NBA career salary, and now Isn't that crazy, my, man? and it's crazy, but mind is that you know the paychecks. The pay value for uh, NBA stars are more expensive today. I mean, you have supermax contracts like going insane, and mm-hmm. then you have Scottie Pippen getting like eleven dollar, eleven million dollar seven year deals. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> it is a big difference. But I mean, what took Michael Jordan to earn in fifteen years? Floyd Mayweather fought a YouTuber and <laughs> gained that much in, in ten, 10 minutes and bloody so, minutes. That <laughs> ain't that something? That's you know? I mean, life's crazy, man. Stuff like yeah, that happens. Bro. So, uh, no, but yeah, man, that was. I'm glad I was at the game because I've been told by Buds and everybody else that uh, it was kind of horrible and a waste of time. Oh, yeah, um, most definitely. Can, can, yeah. can you guys agree? Oh, yeah, big time, bro. Oh. But I mean, I had time to kill, so I mean, <laughs> it wasn't really a waste. It was funny because there was a little kid next to me that was watching the fight while the game was going on in front of him. It was whatever. And he was enjoying it more than more than the actual match. I mean, this guy didn't even know what soccer was. You could tell he was yeah, eyes uh, deep in his phone. It's frustrating, what... bro. And it, it, it dude, that, like you said, like that lady earlier, or you know, or whoever it was that you know saw Reggie Cannon. Oh, let me take a picture. He hands the camera to to Pul- Pulisic, and it's like, it's like, bro, what are what, you thinking? You know what I mean? You know what's going on? It's like the you guys seen the satellite where. Where the kid doesn't know who Babe Ruth is, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> where have you been, bro? Um, you know, yeah. I talked. I'll be talking to some girls, and I'm like, oh, what would you? How would you feel? If I took you to a game, you know, because that's like my main concern. Like, I could take you to a game. The only difference is, would you enjoy it? That's right. that's. If not, you yeah. you don't want to be doing that if she doesn't. Yeah, bro, be there. exactly, man. And that's the scary part. This. If she doesn't join, she's not the one, Jerry. Let me tell yeah, you that. Bro. Is it, it it's a simple to test? Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, That's a those two listening. If you can't figure out she's the one, take her to a match if she enjoys it. Thoroughly enjoys, like actually enjoys it genuinely. Maybe it's one to consider. But if not, she just smiles and dances the whole time while she's there, just to make you feel she's, good. Nah. Yeah. Anyway, she got to try at least. She actually got to try and enjoy. Got to try, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> before we close this podcast and I, I again i want to thank you max and mario for joining me for this uh inaugural Ooh. i guess you could say season two reboot i don't know what you want to call this you know la saga's back just know that um but let's go ahead and talk some nba i know mario's a big nba head and i know a little bit more max you can chime in if you can if not just listen to us hoopers talk about it but um this past weekend we had a very very Highly anticipated match, Game 7 between the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Clippers, where Kawhi just went off. We saw Toronto Kawhi, and I think that's the, you know, the, what the Clippers needed today. How do you feel after that 
that game seven match? It wasn't only Kawhi, man. I mean, PG dropped 21 with 10 assists. He wasn't shooting the ball well, but I mean, he went crazy too. Um, I think we should also appreciate Morris and Reggie Jackson as well as they put up a show. Yeah. Yeah, but, and Terrence, Terrence, man, team man, stepping it up as well. You know, oh, that young buck doing his I thing. Pre- I was pretty surprised. Oh, yeah, but especially since what he did, what was it game five, game six? I, yeah, I think it was game five when, like, bro, just take the contact, make the free throws. And, yeah. Yeah, you know how- he, didn't draw the, he decided to pass instead of drawing the foul. Yeah. <laughs> and Max doesn't know what we're talking about, but we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> no, man, um, I, was, I, was eating, I was eating breakfast, and uh, it was the Clippers against the Mavericks, and everybody was going crazy, and I had no idea what was going on. No, bro, basketball is, is, a, is a fantastic <laughs> sport, man. All, all, I'm a lover of all sports. I think you guys know that right now. Pretty soon, we're gonna, I'm going to bring somebody on here, one of the kids from the youth program, and talk about baseball, man. But, you know. Basketball is something, especially playoffs. You know, it's something oh, that you have to, you have to put your eyes on, just in case. Especially what happened last night between the Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks. That thrashing that Kevin Durant <laughs> handed to Giannis and the Bucks, man, dude. Giannis, I mean, sorry, KD, seven footer. I don't think they should be handling the ball like that, the way he did against Giannis. He's a seven foot with those type of handles and with that type of mid range. Exactly, dude. Oh, I just, I don't know what to say. I, I see I see him as like a, a human slingshot. You know, just the way he shoots, it's just, you know, bending that rope back, that rubber band, and just letting go. And, dude, he makes the, I see also like a, a video game. You know what I mean? Things that he, the way he performs is like when I press square and hold it until the meter hits <laughs> the gold part, you know what I mean? Um, It's just indescribable, man. And, you know, little by little. Uh, everything's heating up. We got the Suns as well taking on the Denver Nuggets. By the way, shout out to Nikola Jokic who just be, uh, won his first NBA MVP award. Um, yeah, well deserved, you know. Yeah, well, uh, hell yeah, deserved. Yeah, well deserved, and uh, it could have been debatable maybe, but I think you know this probably, was definitely his time. Probably um, with Embiid or Curry, or Curry exactly, and then yeah, yeah so. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, and then we have Sixers Hawks as well. You know, Sixers, they just won seventy six. Oh, they just won. finished up. Oh, okay, they just won. Damn, one one. Game one, one. Oh yeah, just one. Joel and B scores won. playoff career high forty points, adds thirty rebounds, and one hundred eighteen to one hundred two win in game two. Wow. So they sealed the deal in Philadelphia. They split the series there. They go to Atlanta in a couple of days, and Ice Trey gets to uh, handle business in his home. Home crowd. So uh, I think that that's a better win for uh, Atlanta because they were able to get uh, a win on the road. Yeah. Um, Trey Young is going to be doing his thing. John Collins is a guy who's been surprising me in the playoffs as well. Um, but Under- other than that, very underrated. underrated. Yeah. Underrated. And I, yeah, and I think we could compare him as well to Terrence Mann, who's been very surprising as well. Yeah. Um, but I think the series to like also keep your eyes keen on is – the Suns and the Nuggets. I mean, the Nuggets have no Jamal Murray, but they're pretty much handling business as well. Yeah, you know, they're still you know doing their thing. Um, um, you know, CP3 being the point guard that we're all familiar with, regardless of the team he's playing, whether it's Lob City Clippers or the OKC Thunder, he's doing his thing over here in Phoenix. Devin Booker, Devin Booker is going off, man. Devin oh, Booker, yeah. he. He looked like his true bubble MVP self last night. Um, so, be NBA, leg- bro. Be legendary. 
Yeah, exactly, bro. And, yeah. and NBA is just something you can't miss out of, whether you know it or not. You know, just back to that to that you know point of taking a girl to a game. I mean, you gotta just get a taste of everything, bro, because this is <laughs> history you're winning, winning, bro. I mean, Max, you just went to a playoff hockey game between the rap the avalanche and i'm gonna say rap is the avalanche and Actually, the, the knights golden, like, knights. Go, golden knights are one of the top teams right now ever since they're the lafc literally black and gold yeah they LAFC just came out of hockey yeah, bro man. and so you know you went to go see an overtime thriller <laughs> in colorado yeah. and i really hope you're not like okay <laughs> dude that's bad, bro. you know what i mean no, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, fellas, uh, I think we we did pretty good for this first time back, you know. Um, again, like I said, well, thank you for uh, joining me and welcome to LA Saga. This is what it is, and I feel like, you know, we have a big, uh, if I can remember correctly, we have a pretty decent slate of games this weekend. Um, we have, what is it, Copa America this weekend starting? Copa America starts. Copa America and we got the, the Euros around the corner. The Euros. Euros around the corner, literally a U-turn away. Then we have NBA summer. playoffs continuing. Maybe we'll get some hockey conversation in here. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, little by little, man, I hope you guys experience a great week this week so we can have some awesome stories to talk about uh, next week. And, you know, thank you, everybody, who tuned in uh, today with us. Again, we'll have Alex Rees uh, joining us next week to talk a lot more about uh, this summer's tournaments. Um, and then, again, we want to say uh, congratulations to all graduates of the class of 2021 who have a uh, survived a very difficult year in education you know mario good stuff bro <laughs> mario we're graduating next week yeah. oh, I'm good graduating job guys week. Mario congratulations week, appreciate it man and uh shout out to everybody who's graduating uh again welcome to los angeles soccer podcast hope you guys will stay for because we got plenty more to talk about especially with this summer oh man we got a lot of things going on mm. and i'm excited to just tell stories and laugh cry laugh some more just like how we used to do it with Compa Brian. And so, um, mm-hmm. those of you who are new to LA Soccer Podcast Network, make sure you guys subscribe, leave a review, five star us, and let us know what you guys else want to hear from us, you know? And um, we'll go from there. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. That'll do it from me, Mario, Max. Follow us Great at, at Outside Saga. Thank you guys for joining. And good night, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're coming from. Adios, everybody.